wine flowed so liberally. Time for a dance, he said. Thank you, but I'm going to sit this one out, she replied. Mmm, he said, stroking his chin. Then we should go straight to the hayloft. She was appalled, but she remained composed and confident. <laughs> I'm sitting that out as well. No, come with me, he said. You and me. Let's do this. And then he reached for her and grabbed her right breast. She shrieked, shoved him away. His feet got tangled. He fell backward over a chair and went down, hitting his head on the way. And there he lay, motionless and unconscious. Help, she said. Then louder, help. She got far more attention than she wanted or expected. And, of course, there were the questions. What happened? Are you hurt? Did he pass out? Is he dead? He grabbed at me, she said, waving a hand over the area of her breast without pointing or saying it. I, I shoved him away, and he fell, and I think he might have hit his head on the table. There he lay in a heap, on his back, his legs twisted awkwardly. In just seconds, Peyton and Scott were there, Scott crouching and lifting the man's eyelids, looking at his pupils. Well, they're equal, but damn, they're big. Does he take anything? He asked his bride. Yes, wine, Peyton said. He killed a full skin before the dancing. Then Paco was pushing his way through the crowd, looking down. I knew it would come to this, he said. There was no slowing him down. I think we should call 911, get a head CT, make sure he didn't crack his skull, Scott said. His head is made of wood, Paco said. It would serve him right to be carried out of his sister's wedding on one of those backboard things and spend the night in a hospital. Paco reached for the ice bucket on the table. Everyone scooted back immediately as if they knew what was coming. Peyton pulled Scott away while Paco took a bottle of white wine out of the bucket, put it on the table, and doused the man with the ice water. He sputtered and coughed and sat up. See what I'm telling you. Wood, George, Sal, Mikey. Get Matthew from your sister's wedding. Hide his keys. The men moved into action immediately. Paco looked at Ginger and said, there's always one. I apologize. Then he took in the gathering crowd and clapped. I think it's time I dance with my wife. Grace arrived, pushing her way through the crowd. Ginger, is everything all right? I'm not sure, she said, looking as the men were leaving, three of them walking steadily and one weaving dangerously. My brother, Matt... Peyton said. He has issues, divorce issues. He was divorced a little over a year ago, but it appears he's still very bitter. Weddings don't seem to bring out the best in him. He didn't hurt you, did he? He didn't quite connect, Ginger said. I was about to say goodnight anyway. I'm going back to my folks' house in Portland for the night. I might kill Matt, 
Peyton said. Just enjoy the rest of your party, Ginger said. No harm done, to me anyway. God, I hope I didn't hurt him. You heard my father. His head is made of wood. I'll call you in the morning, Grace said. Troy had some car trouble on the way up here, and we'll have to see where that stands in the morning and figure out how we're all getting home. I've got the van. You take your father's car back to him. Ginger turned to Peyton. It was a wonderful reception. You look ravishing. And I was just thinking, the Basque people really know how to get married. Ginger's parents, Dick and Sue, had waited up. That was definite evidence as to how concerned they were about her. They stayed up past ten when their usual bedtime was before nine. And when she walked in the front door, looking perfectly alive, they both-